Hey, welcome to the Pharmacy Residency and Money Podcast, a member of the Pharmacy Podcast Network. I'm Tony Guerra, pharmacist and publisher, bringing you help succeeding in your career, health, and wealth before, during, and after residency. You can sign up for the email list at pharmacyresidencypodcast.com to get your free LOI template or get editing help working one-on-one with me at residency.teachable.com. Hey, welcome to the Pharmacy Residency Podcast, member of the Pharmacy Podcast Network. I know you're probably a little bit frustrated that you've got quite a few days until match day, uh, but I wanted to give you a little bit of a heads up on how to uh, figure out what your chances are, Uh, because I think that that's really what you want to know is, well, now that I've gotten an interview, I've done my interviews, and um, you know, should I be holding on to that uh, community position? Should I be looking for a community position? Um, Should I be thinking about Uh, phase two what are the chances in phase two so you know what's my next step so the first thing I wanted to kind of point out is you can figure this out for yourself uh, but it's really school dependent so just like real estate they say oh real estate is up or real estate's down well maybe but you know San Francisco real estate is very different than central Iowa real estate and so uh, it is very school dependent And so what I want to do is show you how to figure out where you stand by looking at your school. Okay, and I'll have a little spreadsheet to help you out with this too. So I'm on the ASHP Match Stats website. I'm sure you've seen this where you see that uh, the number of people applying for residencies has gone down and the number of residencies continue to go up still a little bit. So we should see something there in the middle. Uh, where the chances of of matching go up a little bit over last year, but last year will give you a good idea. So the document I'm going to go to is down here. So there's four historical match statistics, summary, applicants, residencies, and programs in schools. And I'm going to PGY1 combined phase one and two. Um, I've actually done the math before, and 20% of schools get 80% of the matches in phase two. I'll address that in a little bit, but just know that depending on what school you're at, your chances of getting a phase two match are much higher at some schools and virtually zero at other schools. And I'll explain why that is. So here we are, this is it. Auburn and uh, Sanford always go first because Alabama is the alphabetically first um, state in the nation uh, in terms of the alphabet. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna look at this and say, okay, well, what can I make from this data in terms of what my chances are if I go to Auburn or Sanford, okay? So the first thing is registered. That's everybody that you know put in the application and so forth, but, maybe they got a job maybe they uh, didn't get an interview most of the time you don't go active with the list if you never got an interview so generally and this isn't 100 percent. i know people criticize me for this but generally if you're active with list you got an interview so I personally feel comfortable saying that's an interview rate because you're comparing all the schools against each other. So the number or percentage of people that would be getting jobs instead of interviews is about the same for each school. So I think that we can uh, say that they're reasonably similar. So when we look at that, we take 64 over 69, okay? And that gives us what I, again, call the interview rate quotation fingers, okay? And the interview rate for Auburn is 92.75, for Sanford is 94.74. 
So over you know 90% of students who apply to residencies from those two schools, and they're very good schools, uh, are going to get an interview. Okay. Now of those, okay, so now we're taking the people that got the interview. Once you don't get an interview, you're out. The, you, we, we don't count you anymore until the last thing I do here. And so we say, okay, well, 56 out of the 64 match at Auburn, so they have an 87.50 match rate. And then 46 out of 54 match from Sanford, so they have an 85.19. Now the average is around 82. It's a little bit lower than that, 81.80. Okay, so both of those schools higher residency match rates than than the average school. Okay, but is Auburn really better? And the answer is yes, because 81.16 percent of those who matched when you take the 56 over 69 matched over registered that's what gives you your 81.16 and the 46 over 57 is Samford now if I had changed that number by a single person okay just one more person at at Samford getting a residency versus not getting a residency then Samford would have been the winner Okay, so it's that close. So, so we can reasonably say that, you know, somebody wanted a private education, someone wanted a public education, the Auburn schools or the, uh, the Alabama schools uh, do a great job. And, uh, you know, they're, they're above that average of, you know, 82%. Okay, the same is true in, in Iowa where I'm from. Uh, Drake uh, it has around an 86% match rate. Uh, Iowa is around 91%. Uh, and, um, you know, you say, okay, well, you know, Iowa has, you know, Iowa hospitals and, and all those things, but uh, you're talking with Drake about people that are, many of them are going to different states and uh, many Iowa people uh, are are going in-state. And, and so to some extent it's apples to apples, but again, when you're comparing a private and a public, um, often they're, they're a little bit of a different um, uh, situation for each of those uh, but both of them are outstanding I mean 86% and 91% and in terms of match rate I mean that's great uh, for the Iowa schools now let's talk about how you know we can you know make this other piece kind of make sense so I'm gonna bring over my um, I put it in Excel uh, so that it's a little bit easier to use and you can see interview and match rate here it might be a little bit small if you've got a phone or you're using like that um, but uh, and and i sorted these by best to, to worst just so i don't embarrass the the schools at the bottom uh, but the the match rate i think goes all the way down to 20 percent um, and the, <clears throat> the interview rate can go to zero but it can also be at 100 percent uh, so uh, again, I just didn't want to embarrass anybody. But if you look at purely match rate, these are the the top you know schools: um, Madison or Wisconsin, UNC, Arkansas, Binghamton in New York, South Florida, St. John Fisher, Northeastern, Ohio State, Michigan, Kentucky, Purdue, Louisiana, Monroe. VCU, Rhode Island, those are the top 15. Uh, and then it kind of keeps going, Rutgers, Lipscomb, Campbell, Medical University of South Carolina, Texas Tyler, Northeast Ohio with Neomed, um, 21, Concordia, 22, Oregon State, 23, 
Iowa 24, and UCSF 25. So those are the top 25 <clears throat> in terms of the match rate. And you say, oh, well, those are the best schools to go to if I want a, uh, a residency. And with a, a match rate of 100%, um, geez, you know, that, that's, <clears throat> that's really outstanding, you know, for, um, uh, for someone like, uh, you know, it was uh, Texas Tyler, okay? Um, so these, though, are not sorted by match rate as much as they're sorted by the number of people <clears throat> that got a residency out of all of the people that registered. Okay, so that's what this list is. And so you see some schools that you probably wouldn't have thought of because they don't make that U.S. News and World Report. You have to basically be either Southern Cal or um, one of the... Uh, you know, privates just don't make it to the top. Um, you've got to be uh, one uh, R1 Research University that has significant resources just the way that the algorithm works. So you're going to see a lot of schools in here that I think I prefer my method here. But the real match rate, if you go by the way that um, <clears throat> the schools calculate it, which is okay, well, I've got this many active, what was my match rate? You know, Texas Tyler becomes number one over Wisconsin and Binghamton and then Michigan, then VCU, Arkansas, Medical University of South Carolina, Neomed, uh, and UNC are, are the top 10. So it changes a little bit when you look at the match rate versus the, you know, registered and, and all that stuff. And there would be a couple of reasons for that. But what you really want is to know, okay, I have interviewed, okay, this is where I feel I stand in my class in terms of, you know, am I the top student, am I middle of the pack, and so forth. Is it reasonable for me to count on residency instead of getting a job? And the answer is always maybe. I, I think that it's very tough to count on residency. Um, you are likely to get one, you know, four out of five, no matter what you are or where you're from. But when you're looking at this, I feel that you, you have to look at your school because when you look at the top at 100 and you look at the bottom, which was, yeah, it was around 20% for, for two schools, and then 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, and so on, <clears throat> you start getting to the point where it's a little bit different. And every year, there's a slight change, but it's, it's not a ton. Now, this is the next thing I need to tell you, though, and why I brought this up is that when we go into phase two, so let's say you didn't match in phase one, it's very unlikely if you're not in the top 25, top 30, that you're going to get one. I'm not saying it can't happen, it does. But I'm saying that you've got to think about it from the residency's perspective, okay? All right, as a residency, we didn't match with someone in phase one. Maybe they matched seven of their eight positions, but they didn't match this last one. And now there is someone, okay, from Wisconsin. There's someone from Michigan. There's someone from, you know, Ohio State and, and all these big schools and all these top schools. And <clears throat> they're going to look at that application and be very focused on the fact that that school has a lot of name recognition, very high match rate. So when I did this, uh, I did it two years ago, and I took all of the schools because 
in that you know kind of couple week period between phase one and phase two, you can see all the schools that matched in phase one and their percentages. And then I took those and compared them to phase two. And what I found was that it's called Pareto's principle, 20% of something equals 80%. So <clears throat> right now, if you're any interest in the stock market, um, six, I think, I think it's just six, six out of the 500 top companies in the United States are driving most, you know, most of the profits. But you would say that, you know, out of 500 companies, 20% uh, or 100 would drive 80% of the results. And the same thing is true in phase two, uh, where 20% of the schools will get, I want to say it was half the matches or 60% or of the matches. It was, it was very skewed toward them. And there's a lot of reasons for that. Uh, name recognition, uh, maybe they just have more students uh, to apply. Um, but it's very skewed. So if you are at the point where you didn't get a residency and you are not in a top matching school, I'm not talking USA Today News Report. I'm just saying the you're just looking at the um, uh, the match rate like this. You know, if you're in one of these top ones, then, you know, you're you've got a decent chance to, to match in phase two. And what does decent mean? Well, there were I want to say 600 spots. And I want to say the match rate was closer to like 40% or something like that. So it's not high, um, but it can be done. And I, I've seen, I've even, I even know someone <laughs> who, he worked for me, uh, who matched in phase two in, in PGY1 and phase two in PGY2. <laughs> um, he's a really neat guy. <clears throat> but um, anyway... Uh, so if you're sitting here twiddling your thumbs like, what do I do? Well, I think you need to figure out whether or not you should be really looking for a position because this is the kind of horrible thing about the match. Well, let's talk about the good thing about the match. The good thing about the match is, in general, on the applicant side, you're very likely to get your first choice. And it's very unlikely that you'll go past your fourth or fifth. When it comes to... Um, uh, residencies themselves, they're more likely to get around their 12th or 13th choice as one of the people that, that is going to be in there. And that's going to continue to, to go higher and higher. That is, they're, they're going to get further and further away from the person they really want. And that may drive phase two, I'm not sure. But I don't know a lot of programs that don't, maybe one or two people they'll take off the list, but they, they almost rank everybody uh, that they interviewed with. Um, and if they, they didn't, then there was something very wrong with that application. Anyway, uh, so, you know, as you're, as you're looking at this and as you're kind of thinking about, um, should I, I personally, if I was going for a residency, even if I'm at a top school, I would still be going through the process of, of looking for a position because now here's the horrible part. All of the people that didn't match are looking for a job on the exact same day in March, right? And, you know, pharmacy supervisors are not stupid. When somebody calls and says, you know, I just really found my passion for the community pharmacy, and I really wanted to see if we could get together as soon as possible, uh, that we might, uh, you know, see if we're a good fit, and, you know, and so on and so forth. Uh, you might even still be applying for phase two, 
but your chances are, have fallen way below that 50% mark, uh, especially if you are someone who didn't graduate in this year. There is certainly favoritism towards those that, uh, let's not call it favoritism, but the data clearly show that someone who graduates this year has a better chance than someone graduated in the past. Um, and uh, there's a lot of reasons for that, but I'm going to guess mostly it's easier to get good recommendations. It's easier to have been closer to the uh, work that you did with research and all that stuff. Um, but, you know, again, I, I wish you well. If you've got questions, TonyThePharmacist at gmail.com. I'm happy to try to answer them if I can. I know it's a, a stressful time, but um, I think we're going to be hitting a, a point of significant unemployment pretty soon. Um, I know that the Fed says soft landing and a lot of people say soft landing, but soft landing, their mandate is inflation and, un, and, and full employment. And that they don't necessarily care about sectors as much as they care about the total number. So if the pharmacy sector went significantly unemployed, but let's say nursing and physicians were at significant employment and bringing it up to full employment, uh, the Fed would be just as happy. You know, so it's not really, you really want to look at how, you know, the <clears throat> pharmacy is doing. And if you look at, you know, Walgreens stock and CVS stock and everything, I know it's President's Day and, you know, day off of the stock market, but... Walgreens especially has has gone down quite a bit, and you know when you when you go down that much, uh, there's significant looking at the the payrolls and where the money's going and what we can do to improve that shareholder return. So, um, I I would be pretty pretty I would be looking for a job uh, throughout this whole process, and then when I got my residency, I'd be like, okay, you know, it worked out great. Um, but uh, I think that you don't want to start your uh, job seeking on match day, if, especially if you have student loans, because uh, it's clear that this this whole uh, pause is, is done and uh, you don't know who's going to get elected in November. Uh, it might be someone who wants their money very, very much now. So, all right. Well, I went almost 20 minutes. So uh, if you got help, need help with anything, just let me know. TonyPharmacist at gmail.com. I do help phase two people if they if they want it. Um, again, <clears throat> it's over spring break, so I only help, I want to say, somewhere between 10 and 20. Um, but, you know, reach out if you need anything. Otherwise, good luck. And I know it's a tough time, but uh, just, you know, do the math and, and see where you fit. And maybe it's time to, uh, you know, start looking for that job. This has been the Pharmacy Residency and Money Podcast, a member of the Pharmacy Podcast Network. You might want to check out our available residency audiobooks at pharmacyresidencypodcast.com forward slash books, or you can get your first book free if you've never been on Audible before. You can work one-on-one -on -one with me to get a better residency that will better suit your career, health, and wealth at residency.teachable.com. Feel free to send an invite to Tony D on LinkedIn or email me at tonythepharmacist at gmail.com. Music was by Policy.